6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. We know... We know that the past year has led to many of us taking on different challenges, learn new things, or maybe get rid of old things. Well, picture this. January of 2021, just a few months ago, uh, two longtime friends called up a, a group of old friends, all current and former Edmontonians, to propose a book exploring the complexities and the curiosities of middle age. This non-fiction collection features 27 contributions from a group of friends that first met at the Gateway, the University of Alberta student newspaper, nearly 20 years ago. It's called Midlife. Sarah Chan and Jennifer Pablano contributed to the book. They edited it together, and they join me now. Sarah, Jennifer, welcome to the show. Thank you. Okay, Hello. first off, uh, first off, I have to tell you that I have loved every minute of reading this. Um, oh my God. I received Okay, oh now I'm going to tell you. I read I got the e-copy, right? I got the e-copy yeah. and I'm going through the book and the stories and how beautifully they're written um, resonated with me so much. I immediately went and ordered the hard copy. Oh this my book, God. <laughs> and that was within that was within an hour or two of getting it. This book to to me will resonate to so many people, you know, in that oh. 35 to 55 age group about what you're talking about, these life challenges growing up, you know, kids, no kids, marriage, divorce, heart attack, yeah. you know, how to do mm. chores around the house whatever it is but I want to <laughs> I want to get to a couple little background on this though um, how did it all come to be I mean Sarah and Jen I think you guys you guys you go back a, a long time but I mean there's a lot of there's a big difference between maybe having a zoom call and a couple of glasses of, of wine or a or a sea change beer and <laughs> and, and and deciding to write a book what happened well, um, I was actually inspired by another piece of writing from a contributor, Leanne Brown. And upon reading this introduction to uh, another book that she's publishing um, next year, I recalled, well, one, I really admired my friend for her personal, smart writing. And then I recalled that I met Leanne and a whole group of friends from uh, the student newspaper at the University of Alberta, the Gateway, where we used to all be like student journalists. And we were all writers. And so, I mean, long story short, I got in touch with Jen and we then hatched a plan to get the band back together because <laughs> we really wanted to reconnect um, with our old friends and with the, ourselves as uh creators and as writers and it's been a it's been a pretty crummy year and everything is different for in people's lives and if it weren't for the pandemic nobody would have had the time to do this including jen and myself Mm -hmm. (laughs) jen what did you think when you got that when you when you first had uh when you were first talking to sarah about this what what went through your head oh uh i was immediately on board Partly uh, because, I mean, one thing about us and our group of friends is that we are all at heart writers, like we're language people. I think we interpret the world through stories and stuff. And so, you know, you go through your daily life and all the challenges you encounter and you're just thinking about like, 
you know, even as you process it, you're thinking about it as a story. And so there's like, were so many things that were happening in my own life that I was thinking about, you know, like just uh, housing and like my parents getting older and my kids getting older and what does it mean to be like a, a good person in the world, especially like, you know, when you hit middle age, when you're past sort of the early part where you, you can be anything and now you're sort of like, oh, except you can't be everything. <laughs> um, you, you know, there were so many stories and I was like, I, yes, we need to write about midlife, and I wanted to hear from from these friends because you know, I mean, you must have these friends too, Jay Lindley. Um, okay. Like, there's some people that you you know that are just you. When you have something happen, you want to hear from them. You want to hear their perspective. You want to hear about their lives and uh, and how their wisdom might translate to yours. And this was the group of people that I wanted to hear from, and I knew they knew how to write, and this could be really fantastic and a bit of a gift to ourselves, right? Yeah, well, absolutely. But here's a, you know what, I've I've actually co-authored a book, it, and it was like a long time ago now. I think it was about 14 or 15 years ago. I know oh, how wow. long this pro, this process mm-hmm. takes. Um, yeah, yeah. I think we started writing it in 2006. It was published in 2009. It was Peter Pocklington's bi- biography. Oh, but here's wow. The thing. Okay, but here's the thing. It takes a long time to do that. How did you do yeah. this in just a few months, Sarah? Oh, well, I think this really speaks to... Um, the expertise of the group. And so, you know, Jen says, when we were all 20, all we wanted to do was go take over the world. And we were all so smart. And we were. And we did take over the world. So many of us. (laughs) Actually, every single one of us has gone on to have great careers, you know, has gone on to do good things. Except, you know, despite achievements, you sit around thinking like, oh, my gosh, like, is this it? And I don't I don't actually, I think that feeling is not just unique to us. I feel as though that's something that everybody grapples with at some point in their lives. Uh-huh. But the reason yeah. we were able to accomplish this so quickly is because every one of our 27 contributors is an expert at at least three things. You know, and so these are all experienced writers. Uh, we had a wonderful uh, writing teacher in our group, Erica Thorkelson, who guided us through personal writing. That was new for a bunch of people. We have people yeah. who understand design. We have people who understand mm. proofreading. We have people who understand all these, like, all these tiny detailed things that are really specific to publishing because we used to produce two newspapers a week every yeah. week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I guess yeah, I guess maybe four months is not that big of a deal or a couple of months is not that big of a deal when you're putting things out twice a week. Uh Jen, you know, I think your the piece that you wrote was called uh Illusions. Um yeah. what, what what you know, when you look back at when you sat down to to write that, I mean you know, you're asked to write something on midlife. Oh my gosh. I mean there's a zillion <laughs> things you could write about probably at that point. But you know, you're kind of reflecting on what you thought it might might be what it's turned out to be I mean you're, you're kind of bearing your soul a little bit uh, through through all of these it, it truly is kind of a peek into each person's individual world into their heart and yeah. and I think that that is really something special how did it feel writing that piece um good actually I mean one of the things that Erica also taught us uh, what a teacher she said um, you know some events you 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 need to process them in order to have something to say and you also when you're writing these essays you're not looking to be exploitative about yourself you're looking to you know 
try to explain as clearly as you can what the experience was like of going through it and, and what that means to you. And you're looking to achieve a kind of resonance. Like this isn't self-help, right? And mm-hmm. the what I described, like what I talk about in the essay, which is about uh, the process of birth, um, was something that I've been like thinking about for quite a long time. Like obviously, you know, it was like ten years ago now, and um, and and you know, when I think back about my life, that was a moment where certain, you know, like very pivotal, certain truths became really clear. Uh, things that I thought about myself, um, and not just like having a baby, right? It was also personal, like things I thought about myself, yeah. uh, things that I believed were true about the world like really kind of came came down uh, and you know like I had a very normal birth experience but this sort of like life shift um, was not something I necessarily had read about in other places and actually so that was a piece of wisdom I was hoping to I don't know contribute in the world I will say that one thing that I think about and we've talked about this with other people is that um, you know as you get kind of older you go through midlife you um you know the con. You know that you're not going to be like the rock star anymore, right? Like you're just. You know, <laughs> Come if you're not on. That by the time you're like 40, then you're you're, you're like Come okay. On. I kind of know what the rest is going to look like. Well, you know, like, let's be honest, right? I mean, in a world that tells us like, um, you know, we have Instagram where everything always looks so perfect and everyone's like, just keep on grinding and you'll achieve your dreams. You're like, you also know that there's another side to that where it's like, well, some of us are just not going to do that, and and there is, but there is still wisdom sitting and life experience and and stuff for all of us because like quite frankly most of us fall into this sort of ordinary box right and yeah. and what I thought was as I get older um you know because I'm a storyteller and I'm a writer and all this like there are pieces of my life that and the wisdom that I've gained that I don't mind having out in the world and so it wasn't it didn't feel like I was being um uh, uh exploitative or like too exposed by putting these things together it felt like you know what if I die someday and I never get to tell the story then yeah, that would suck. Yeah, it, it, uh, it was I, I, it was a beautifully written story, uh, Jen. I, I have to say that and there was a, there was another um, uh, there was another one in there. It was a kind of a, a letter to the the child that someone uh, yeah. didn't have, you know, about the whole. And for oh, me, so yeah, good. it is it's so good. And yeah, and for and and I'm a woman who who never had that. I've never had that mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. yeah that tingly thing to 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 have a to, to have a child. And I was almost in tears uh, reading it. And you know I'm getting a little willy <laughs> up just talking about it. But the other one for me too was Sarah, your your piece that you wrote again. Um, you know, pretty brutally honest. But you know, looking at relationship with parents. I mean, I think yeah, when we get to a certain point in in our life and certain you know relationships, I think between daughters and moms are a very can be a very convoluted <laughs> thing and mm-hmm. I have one too um, but you know it was really it was really something to read and realize okay I'm not alone in this one certainly not one of the other things that I loved about this book too is the illustrations in it and they're pretty cheeky and they're a lot of fun I pulled mm-hmm. one out the midlife census what was the things you know the things that we haven't stopped talking about since we were 25, uh, the 2006 Oilers playoff run, Star Trek, Fast and Furious franchise, <laughs> bumping into Bob Saget in a men's room. I mean, just some of this stuff oh, is no. just so well done. I know you had your, your book launch. It was last night or the night before. Um, mm-hmm. And and I love that there's also a, a fundraising aspect of this as well. Tell us about that before I let you go. Oh, yeah. Um, well, Jennifer and I are both women of color. And uh, y- 
for people out there who aren't in journalism or who aren't in printing, I'm just going to take a stab at it and say it's a very male-dominated industry, and it's not common to see two women leading a project like this. And we also recognize our parents are both uh, immigrants, um, and we recognize that we had the privilege of meeting all these friends in university at post-secondary, and our parents worked really hard and made a lot mm-hmm. of sacrifices to pave the way to get us there and to give us that mm-hmm. platform for jumping off in our own lives and careers. And so we recognize that that's a huge privilege and um, we wanted to make sure that we gave back. So we're donating a dollar from every sale to the Edmonton Community Foundation to support their scholarship funds for other students to have the um, opportunity to attend post-secondary. Yeah, yeah from refugee and emerging communities. Oh, fantastic. Well, the first edition of uh, Midlife sold out. I think it's on to the second printing as well. Mm-hmm. And I've been told that there's only going to be uh, a second printing. If people are interesting, interested, they can check it out at midlifebook.ca. Not only beautiful stories inside and, and really touching and, and moving and impactful stories inside, it is itself a beautiful-looking book as well. Sarah and Jennifer, uh, thank you so much for joining me this afternoon. And, and thank you for in, in in all of your friends for for sharing these little pieces of uh i'm not even sure of themselves i guess with with the rest of us it's yeah. uh, it's really something else thank you for this thank you thank Thanks, you so Jalen. much Jalen. okay bye-bye yeah, Bye. Sarah Chan and Jennifer Pablano joining us. And uh, again, I think, you know, for a lot of us listening, I think we're kind of in that midlife area, right? We're in that time where maybe we're like, oh, okay, well, where have we been? What have we done? Some great funny stories in there, some moving stories, some sad stories. I'm going to urge you to check it out again at midlifebook.ca. Uh, one of the uh, graphics is the fun things that we hate now. When you think back of that, Chedville, the, th- the things that we used to do that we hate doing now, <laughs> topping the list, people. <laughs> number two, clubbing. Number three, concerts. Number four, dating. Number five, exercise. Then it follows by debate, drinking, events, camping, Ikea, <laughs> roller coasters, Twitter, and weed. The fun things that we used to love that we hate now. It-